Love Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Good evening, y'all. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. It's 7 o'clock in the ATL, Saturday, May 30th, 2015, y'all. Well, this year is moving right along. Um, once again, welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Not a necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder. Than anybody out here on blog talk, yeah. But you know, we don't like to uh, we don't like to get loud. We we try to keep everything on an even keel out here. But you know, the best best made plans of uh, mice and men, as they say, often go astray. And it's no different out here. On the high school platform, sometimes we have to uh, crank up the volume just to uh, just to get a word in edgewise. The Facebook friends, hey y'all, hey, we got a call in, free call in, one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. It's free call in to uh, the high school platform. We don't we don't take many calls out here, but we will. Uh, Got a great, great show for you this evening. As always, trying to uh, keep up with uh, what's going on in the world. And there's so much going on. Uh, there's so much going on. We, uh, we, uh, Ago, where a group of policemen fired 137 shots into uh, into the car of this young black couple, on um, young uh, black couple killed them. Well, the last policeman, Officer Michael Brelo was just uh, found not guilty in that incident. He was he fired the last 15 of those 137 shots while standing on top of the victim's car firing directly through their front windshield 15 times. He uh, told the judge and what's more egregious about this whole thing than maybe him maybe his uh the story about he feared for his life. What's more egregious about him fearing for his life after some 120 shots that has been fired into the car without anybody returning fire from inside that car? Uh, obviously, they was dead long before he started to shoot. But anyway, 
he shot 15 times and told the judge that uh, he feared for his life. He's standing on top of the car, firing 15 shots, point blank into the windshield without anybody returning fire. What's, what's more egregious than that story is the fact that uh, the judge uh, said he believed it and let him go. This was not a jury trial. I think uh, they had a single judge deciding this, how that came to be, I don't know all the details uh, uh, involved in that, but one single judge uh, somehow believed that story. Got several officers firing into this car at these unarmed uh, people, killing them without uh, any shots being fired back at them. Yet, Officer Brelo somehow convinced this judge that uh, this was as, the, as frightened as he's ever been in his life. Uh, uh, duh. But, but what kind of police was our, uh, what kind of police was, uh, are we uh, hiring these days where this police officer would be so afraid of uh, two unarmed uh, pers- of, of, of people who's uh, probably long dead or certainly filled with bullet holes incapacitated at the point that he even started shooting uh, uh, firing his weapon. I mean, what kind of policeman are we hiring uh, that uh, you'd uh, be able to uh, come up with this guy? Something, something is seriously, seriously um, out of kilter here, folks. It's just too many uh, crazy uh, incidents going on where policemen are shooting and killing unarmed uh, black people here in this country. And, you know, I they say it ain't racism. What is it? I, you know, I... What 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 is it? what is it? the people in Cleveland are uh, quite upset, and they have every right to be looking at this case here. Uh, one of the uh, their uh, Someone in their community was murdered by the state. And nothing or no one has uh, been held accountable for it. Something is wrong with that. Now, the Justice Department is looking into the Cleveland uh, Police Department, and they came up with some kind of agreement to do something. But, I mean, how is it that that same the police department that killed uh, the 12-year-old with the toy gun. Two seconds after they arrived on scene, they opened up and shot him 12 times, then locked his sister up. Two well down and then Something is wrong here, y'all. 
something is seriously wrong uh, with our uh, police uh, force forces uh, throughout the country. It's not just uh, it's not just uh, uh, Cleveland. It's the entire country looks like not just Cleveland. It's the entire country. Something is wrong there, where it's so many. Uh, now, obviously, we got a lot of black on black crime. That's we got to wipe that out. But that do not justify the state. And when I say state, uh, the police department are part of the state. They are part of the government. They are uh, employees of the government. So the state is killing uh, so many of its citizens. So many of its citizens in a particular group, uh, a, a particular group of its citizens is being killed by the state in a disproportionate uh, number with the rest of uh, the population groups here in uh, this country. <clears throat> and we got to put a stop to it. we got to put a stop to it. I don't know what it's going to take. Uh, certainly, uh, us talking about it and marching about it uh, has got to increase. We've got to uh, demand uh, that it stop. We've got to demand uh, equal justice uh, still. And that's, that's what we do out here on the Heisman platform. We advocate for justice uh, for Americans of African descent. Not, not because we don't love everyone, but these cases um, point out a need uh, for our advocacy. We we happen to be a part of that community, and by extension, we uh, naturally advocate uh, for that community. And it's things like this that uh, uh, shed light on uh, all to uh, vividly why we need uh, we need all the advocacy we can get uh, and need to crank the volume up uh, to uh, uh, to get uh, people to listen or to hear uh, what we're talking about here. Uh, the law, the Constitution, uh, is supposed to be uh, colorblind. But you know, uh, is it in fact colorblind or not? Uh, you know, these and what's been going on here over the last. Well, throughout our history, but because of uh, all of uh, high technology and mass media, uh, uh, the internet and things like that, uh, everything is brought front and center. You know, you know just about everything that happens instantly more out in the open, but it's been going on uh, all the while. Uh, it's just uh, seemed to be more pronounced. Uh, since we uh, got this American of African descent as president, uh, it seemed like uh, racism, uh, 
front and center in our our, uh, our uh, society uh, uh, in a heightened uh, uh, state since uh, Barack Obama became president. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's just uh, my imagination or was that really uh, the reality of uh, of the uh, situation? Uh, certainly, uh, no other president that I can remember has endured the uh, disrespect. Uh, that uh, this president has endured. Now, whether that has to do with racism, I don't know. I mean, I can make an argument that it does. I can make the argument that it does. Absolutely. We, uh, this country's in a a rather uh, perilous uh, time here. These are trying times. We've got people all over the world wanting to kill us uh, for whatever reasons. I mean, we got a mess in the Middle East. That thing is just one mess. And uh, we seem to be getting drawn further and further into that mess. And uh, here at home, uh, the politics in the country seems to be a mess. And that thing is, uh, we, (laughs) this country cannot afford to implode politically here at home while trying to ward off uh, people abroad that are trying to kill us. You cannot, we cannot, you cannot sustain uh, this society uh, with uh, uh, racist politics. In this time, in this day and time, it can't be done. It's going to be impossible to do, folks. You cannot sustain uh, uh, what it is you're trying to do if uh, your own society is imploding uh, because of uh, racist politics in the society uh, uh, in general. fostering uh, this racial uh, attitude that seemed uh, to be uh, occurring here today uh, from uh, the craziness that's going on with the police uh, departments across the country. We, you can't, uh, you're not going to be able to sustain those two uh, fronts. That is, uh, wars against a foreign enemy and uh a division here at home uh, in in the society uh, between uh, the citizens who have to uh, go to war to uh, ward off the country's enemies. It's, it's going to be a hard thing to pull off uh, in this day and age. In this day and age, it's going to be a hard uh, road to hope, as they say. So we we got to do something. We have to have some serious uh, conversations about just what it is that uh, how it is that we want to uh, move forward in, in the society internally here. Uh, the Republican candidates uh, uh, for president, 
they need to take notice of what's going on within this society in terms of race relations, in terms of justice. Uh, all that stuff is vitally, uh, uh, going to be vitally important uh, for the next president to deal with. Uh, it's going to be vital important that uh, the next president has a real good grip on uh, on what's going on in society here. In terms of uh, race relations, in terms of justice for all, that next president is going to have his hands up for dealing with that because uh, I don't see uh, the wars that we're involved in now. They certainly are not going to be uh, over with by the time uh, 2016 hit uh, come around. 20, uh, January of 2017, we still going to be involved in uh, conflicts around the world, and we're going to need a solid front, a solid front here at home to ward off uh, the enemies that. Uh, the enemies abroad that uh, we have, we, we the country is not going to be able to uh, uh, accomplish that goal with a uh, with a divided uh, society here. It's about eighteen after seven, y'all, in the ATL. Beautiful. Beautiful day here in the ATL. Want to congratulate the Hawks. They didn't. Uh, they didn't make it to the finals, but yet they still had a great, great season. I'm proud of them. Cleveland got the best of them in the uh, Eastern Finals. Uh, but like I said, I'm still proud of, of the effort that. Uh, Still proud of the efforts that uh, the Hawks put up, and we—I uh, got—I got a roof for Cleveland now, y'all. Just because they're in the East, I mean, I think San Francisco, uh, the, uh, the Golden State's going to give them uh, a handful. It's going to be a handful to deal with. Hey, it's going to be a great series, a great finals. Uh, I'm rooting for Cleveland. Just because they're in the East, I mean, and they got one of the best basketball players that ever laced it up in LeBron James, so he's always entertaining. But I like uh, Steph Curry, too. I, I don't think I've ever seen a guy who can uh, get off a shot as quick, as quick as uh, Steph Curry. I mean, from just about anywhere on that floor and, uh, <laughs> and drain it. I, I love his play. So I, I'm going to enjoy the series. I mean, the finals probably be uh, the first time I've actually sat down and watched uh, a final in a while. So I'm I'm going to be paying pretty uh, close attention to uh, how this thing plays out. Uh, uh, and they both get ample time to rest up. Although I, a couple of the players probably going to need all all season surgery and stuff like that, but. Everybody's going to try to go. Those that are, uh, you know, anywhere resembling able. Probably just going to try to go in the finals. Hey, uh, we're going to take a 
a quick pause for the call. See y'all. We'll be right back. Y'all hang with me. Got me the host more. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
this evening. Uh, yeah, we got a train out here. Westbound number nine. That uh, I am the conductor, the engineer, the flagman, and the brakeman. You know, it used to it used to take four people to uh, operate a train. Now you got the Hushmo multitasking, doing all those four jobs. What, whatever happened to uh, the engineer up there in Philadelphia that hit that curve at a hundred, a uh, hundred some miles an hour, killing a number of people here a couple of three weeks ago? That uh, Amtrak train. I haven't heard anything more about it, or haven't been paying attention to it really. Uh, I think he was an engineer. Uh, those those trains. Uh, well, today I don't, I don't think. Uh, most of that stuff is automated. I doubt they have a brakeman or a flagman hanging off the back of the train or anything like that anymore. I don't, most of that stuff is automated today, except here on the Hushman platform route. You know, that westbound number nine, that's one of the old, uh, that's one of the most steam-driven, uh, I got one of the most steam-driven things there. Uh, oh, yeah. Dollars for this prize bull 
And this was way back when. Uh, so I'm just saying, y'all. I <laughs> 50 cows, well, 70 cows, 50 sheep, and 30 goats has been offered up for to the president, President Obama, for his daughter Malia's hand in in marriage. I don't know, President. I don't know if he he's going to consider that or not. Uh, I've got two daughters. I, you know, I'd have to. Uh, neither one of them is married, so I, I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to try to get some kind of uh, value on all this stuff this guy is offering. Uh, like I said, it was a couple of prime breeding bulls is included in there, and I imagine they have the same thing for sheep and goats. It's just, you know, that would be some some value. I don't know how much. I probably have to get it appraised the whole the whole group there. Now, what I'm hoping is that this guy don't uh, ship all this stuff over here to the White House and uh, leave it out there on the White House lawn, because. And he probably could get it on the White House line. So much stuff is landing on the White House. <laughs> I, I just hope you don't ship that the whole load of uh, animals over there to the president. I mean, that. I, well, I don't know, yeah. Ah, what else is going on, y'all? <laughs> uh, Attorney General Loretta Lynch is following suit against uh, FIFA. FIFA is an organization that controls uh, uh, world soccer, you know, the world soccer uh, leagues, various leagues and things like that. FIFA's somebody's been doing some crazy stuff. You know, we don't know too much about FIFA here in this country because most of the major soccer events take place outside of the United States. But uh, what I'm finding out uh, through this lawsuit is that they they run a lot of money through our banks. <laughs> oh yeah, they run hundreds of millions of dollars of FIFA money through our banks, and uh, that uh, give us uh, a standing to uh, to file a lawsuit if something goes wrong with those hundreds of millions of dollars as they flow through. Uh, our uh, banking system here, and it seems as though somebody in FIFA has been bribing and paying people off, and all kind of shenanigans have been going on back decades. So finally, uh, uh, it's gotten to the point where uh, the United States Attorney General was filing suit. I guess that organization trying to clean it up and uh, at least uh, clean up the part that uh, all this crazy money is coming through uh, our banking system and whatnot. So that's interesting because I've always uh, I've always enjoyed uh, the World Cup every four years. One of the biggest sporting events in the world, y'all, if not the biggest. The World Cup come around every four years. It's like the Olympics and. Uh, There's a just soccer. The soccer in general is a major, major uh, enterprise worldwide. You know, involving millions, if not billions, of dollars. 
they're fed up with it, even though it's not that big of a sport here in the United States. I mean, it's growing. And uh, just here in Atlanta, uh, uh, Arthur Blank, uh, the owner of the Falcons here, with this new stadium that, uh, that he's building, or we, or the people, are uh, helping to build here in Atlanta, he uh, went out and bought him a, uh, a soccer team to play there. So, yeah, we're going to have soccer right here in Atlanta here not too long. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I could... You know, the game is, you know, it's kind of boring if you got a, well, I, I say it's boring, but it's constant action. I mean, they never stop running out there on that field for, you know, two, three, four hours out of ever long it takes uh, to complete the game. But, I mean, it's, it's low scoring, running nothing. Imagine being out there running up and down that soccer field for three hours and the score wound up running nothing or zero, zero. Sometimes, sometimes nobody ever scored that thing. It's extremely difficult to uh, to score. But uh, I, I suppose I wouldn't mind just for my own edification uh, attending a soccer match in person. I've never attended a professional soccer match in person. Although, like I said, as a youngster, I used to enjoy uh, watching the World Cup come around every two, three, four years, whatever the interval was. I, I used to enjoy looking at it, but uh, yeah. Wherever there's money, you know, <laughs> wherever there is a large sum of money, uh, there's bound to be, so it seems, uh, some kind of corruption. Uh, and soccer is no different. Dennis Haster, you know, the former Speaker of the House, Republican Speaker of the House, the longest-serving Republican Speaker of the House in history, uh Attorney General just filed suit against him. He seemed like he was doing some shenanigans when he was a high school wrestling coach back in Illinois back in the 60s. Uh, seemed like he was paying somebody off some $3.5 million, I believe the report says, to this person who he had uh, some kind of sexual encounter with. This male person, by the way, uh, seemed like he was paying this guy uh, some hush money. I don't know if the guy was extorting uh, a Dennis Astor or not. I don't know. I mean, they what he got in trouble for was uh, withdrawing uh, $50,000 lump sum money from his bank account and giving it to this guy. Uh, you can't... Uh, and then lying about it to uh, the FBI. Uh, I believe you can do all of that. Uh, but you can't lie to the FBI about it. And you, uh, anytime you withdraw that much money, anything over $10,000, I believe, a whole period of time, especially the bank is going to inform uh, the government. That's some kind of law. You can't, you can do it, I mean, but you've got to uh, make sure it's documented. And the IRS got to know about it. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, uh, they got to know about it. Or the, you know, he was taking out $50,000, so so it seems, $50,000 lump sum that took out over $900,000 out of his, this guy's field to risk, too, by the way. He's been working as a lobbyist since he left Congress here four or five, I don't know, years ago. Uh, on K Street there in Washington, he'll make millions of dollars. Uh, anytime you can pay out $3.5 million bribe or hush money or whatever to someone, uh, you know, you, you 
you're doing all right. But anyway, for what uh, the news uh, reporters can come up with now, it seems as though uh, he had this uh, uh, this relationship with a, a, a student, a male student, while he was a teacher uh, in Illinois, starting in 1965 through whatever however long he stayed there. But this guy uh, uh, apparently is shaking him down for three and a half million dollars to keep quiet about the whole thing. Uh, I don't, I don't think the guy can be prosecuted. I think that's a limitation probably ran out on that, but they got him for, uh, uh, lying to the FBI <laughs> and uh, manipulating, uh, the withdrawals of, uh, large sums of money. You think it's your money. You can do anything you want with it. You can as long as it's documented, I believe. And somehow he wanted to keep all this under the table and wound up uh, lying about it, which, you know, is crazy. But uh, he could be, at least his reputation, the fact that he was gay. Well, like young boys at one time, it's going to come out. And that might uh, <laughs> might be a problem for him. That might be a problem for him. Huh? You know, we'll see. We shall see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> and this aspect. And this guy was supposed to be squeaky clean, yo. He was supposed to be squeaky clean when he was congressman. He was admonishing other uh Representatives and other folks there in the Congress for uh, some of their misgivings, and all along he had this in his closet, which you you, you know right? <laughs> uh, stuff always seems to come to the light you know, you, uh, as you go through life. Uh, you know you. you Things always have a way of coming to the light. And so, uh, when this has to, this guy's 73 years old now. His past is coming back to a hunting. His past is coming back to hunting, you yeah. And he, he's scrambling for, uh, for some kind of resolution here. Now he resigned his job on, uh, from the, uh, from the, lobbying firm that he was working for that he's accumulated millions of dollars with, resigned a couple of board seats, I believe it said, and uh, wow. <laughs> I think guy's married now. He's got a kid, at least one kid, a couple, maybe two or three. I, I suppose you can be bisexual. I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of, what kind of sex life the guy had. But uh, apparently, he thought enough of uh, his past to, uh, well, he thought enough uh, enough uh, about his past that he wanted it concealed and was willing to pay uh, over so three and a half million dollars for that uh, anonymity about his past. I, so I. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, it's just crazy, huh? Uh, uh, Republicans, and they claim to be 
to have this moral high ground. <laughs> they somehow are morally uh, uh, standard bearers of uh, politics here in the country. <laughs> the Republicans are. Can you believe that? <laughs> uh, wow. Got, uh, I don't know, I think they're up to 10 candidates uh, in their uh, Republican presidential race now with the uh, uh, George Pataki, former governor of New York, Republican, jumped in. Uh, a couple of more uh, standing on the sidelines. Uh, Donald Trump said that he's going to make some major announcement uh, June 16th. Uh, you know, I thought, I thought 2012 was probably about the craziest collection of characters that could ever be a symbol for uh, 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 for running for uh, the president of the, of the United States. That the cast of characters that they had in 2012, from uh, Mitt Romney to Herman Cain, from Mitt Romney to Herman Cain to Michelle Bachman to <laughs> I, I I really thought that that would be uh, that would that would be uh, the craziest group of characters that uh, you could possibly assemble uh, to run for uh, the office of president. I'm talking about candidates who participated in uh, in debates, uh, national debates about uh, their uh, candidacy, candidacy, candidacy for our president. And uh, it was 10 or 12 of them. Now it looks like it's going to be 20. I was wrong. It, it, it's already has gotten crazier this year with the likes of Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, uh, none of which have no kind of experience. You got Jindal down there. <laughs> that, guy's a, that guy's a joke. Mike Huckabee, another joke. Chris Crispy, uh, Jed Bush, uh, the Rick Perry, uh, <laughs> Carla Farina, uh, uh, Farino, whatever she ever done to award any kind of consideration for president, I don't know, but she's in there. Uh, ben Carson, what he's ever done to even. <laughs> Dream about being president. I don't know. He's in there. Uh, you really got a. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you really got. You know, only in a democracy could you uh, find such a. Uh, only in a, in a democracy you could find such a. Uh, uh, diverse group of. Actors uh, running for the highest office in the in the land. Now, I you know this this thing is going to get real. I'm going to have a lot to talk about here because we're going to be covering these debates and uh, uh, these campaigns as they go forward. Right now, the most entertaining uh, character is Rand Paul by far. I tell you, Cruz is you know the Canadian is is. Uh, is entertaining, but nobody, 
I right now nobody come close to uh Mr. Rand Paul, the libertarian. He uh he's gonna do most of the job for the Democrats uh <laughs> within <laughs> the Republican Party. He's gonna tear down every one of those other uh Republican candidates. <laughs> he, he he this guy is all the way live, y'all. <laughs> He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna create a a real battle within that uh, Republican Party, y'all. <laughs> when he gets through, by the time this thing roll around, <laughs> by the time we start having a few uh, primaries, <laughs> Mr. Rand Paul is gonna <laughs> the Republicans might uh, <laughs> take him out and tar and feather him. He better watch his neck. I mean, he better watch his own party. They, I got us. I don't, you know, I, I wouldn't sleep too well at night if I was him. He had better watch his back. Oh, I, you know. He had better watch his back, y'all. Because that guy is all the way live. Rand Paul is. He's right about one thing. Uh, uh, this uh, uh, mess we got in the, in the uh, Middle East was created by his party, the Hawks in his party. He's dead right about Dick Cheney uh, in the lights. He's dead right. I'm I'm with him 100 percent on that. He's with the president on that. <laughs> he, he is dead right about the Hawks, the Republicans creating a mess uh, that we have over there today. You can't blame it on anybody else but uh, the Republican. He recognized that, and I appreciate his uh, uh, um, his honesty uh, about that. But uh, oh, he doesn't. I I got some issues with Mr. Rand, but Mr. Rand Paul. But we agree wholeheartedly on who created ISIS. <laughs> And who created the mess that we have over there? Uh, we agree wholeheartedly on that, y'all. Absolutely. Hey, we are going to take another quick pause for the call, y'all. Y'all hang in there. We'll be we'll be right back. You got me the Hushmo. The Hushmo Black Phone. Advocated on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to the Hashmo Black Forum. Hey, it's <clears throat> coming up on 8 o'clock in the ATL here, y'all. This time is, well, actually, it's about five minutes till. Now, this time is flying by this evening. So, how time flies when you're having fun, as they say. We, uh, Serena Williams won. The French Open is uh, in progress, though. It's one of the majors in tennis. The French, uh, um, I guess it's her worst surface. uh, (coughs) Played on uh, clay. But uh, she's won it twice. I mean, out of the 19 that she's won, She's won two on clay, but that is a worse surface. Well, if she's got a worse surface, I, I think she played great on, on any of them. Uh, the other players uh, have a little more time to uh, defend her power on clay because that ball don't travel quite as fast on clay. So they have more time to uh, to ward off uh, Serena's power, and that make them uh, – uh, give her a little uh, tougher time. She came back to beat, uh, I believe it was Azarenka today from a set down to move on to the fourth round, I believe. The round of 16, she, uh, three is tough on, like I said, on all surfaces. You can't uh, sell us short. Uh, anybody's got 19 grand slams and who <laughs> gobs of other, uh, win number one in the world uh, you can't uh, you can't count her out <laughs> you can't count her out of any any tournament I can tell you that right now she uh, and she's pretty close to winning this thing she got a she got a full uh, look like to me she's got a full attention on winning this thing when she gets in that mindset it's almost impossible to beat her without great 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 champions, uh, Serena Williams. Want to uh, send out a shout to her, congratulate her on her win today uh, in the French Open. Uh, one of our, like I said, one of our great, great uh, athletes. Uh, I don't know what's going on with my Braves, y'all. They they hanging in there, but I don't see. I, you know, they really need a couple of bats. A couple of more bats in that lineup that can thump, <laughs> as they say. We need a couple of home run hitters in that lineup. We don't have. We just don't have a couple of uh, threatening uh, home runs hitters besides Freddie Freeman. I mean, and then us not having that Freddie Freeman ain't getting nowhere near the pitching that uh, he would get that we had a couple of more to uh, provide some kind of protection. Now we got. I don't know the guy that's backing him up, a carcass. He he's a contact hitter. He just don't hit home runs. <laughs> and and I would much, you know, if you if you're number three hitter, is <laughs> a home run hitter. Uh, but your number four hitter is a good contact hitter, but he hitting singles. Who are you gonna pitch to? I I'm not gonna pitch to the number three man. I'm gonna pitch around him and let the uh, the guy come up behind him hit a single. 
and that's I believe that's, that's going to play out as the season goes on uh, with the Braves. I believe that's going to play out. Uh, we. Created a whole stable of young golfers 
who's uh, who's playing the game and looking exactly like uh, young Tiger Woods. <laughs> All the young phenoms coming up, preparing their game after Tiger Woods. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> but uh, that's the effect he had on that game, yeah. He had a tremendous effect on that game. Uh, hang on, I'm trying to uh, get some salt in the system. If y'all hear me uh, chewing on something at the time, I have to get some salt. Can you really survive without salt? I know you can eat too much of it. You can eat too much of it and it'll mess with your blood pressure and all that stuff. But can you survive without salt altogether in your diet? I, I don't, you know, I, I don't think you can. Uh, sodium, you, you got, almost got to have some sodium in your diet. I, I you know, I think I'm not, I'm, I'm not a dietitian or no doctor, none of that stuff. But. I know I I uh, I like salt. I mean I don't you know put everything I eat I have to have some salt on it, but you know not to the extreme. I, mean, I don't. Well, first of all, I don't use much as I used to. That's one thing that come with age or uh, diminishing the appetite come with it. But and for a lot of different reasons, you know, at my age you're retired and not burning the calories that I did when I was young. Uh, so, you know, yeah, if you ain't burning the calories, you don't have uh, the need to uh, refuel as in for food to just give you energy. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think I would like uh, Miss Loretta Lynch as uh, Attorney General. She seems to be, uh, she ain't taking no uh, mess from nobody, it looks like. <laughs> she ain't taking no crap from nobody. And uh, that's good. I, I uh,
Eduardo.
documents and essays, along with analysis of them, uh, dealing with uh, the separate equal, dealing with uh, racism and hate in our country over uh, uh, its history. Uh, it shed light on uh, the economic inequality that uh, exists today in the country. Uh, there's a chapter on reparations. We we are a strong advocate for a reparation for America's African descent. Uh, we have a whole chapter in the book on that. And uh, yeah, I think it's due. I think it's owed to us. Uh, we shouldn't be ashamed uh, to uh, ask for it. I'm not. Uh, we should be demanding it. Uh, yeah, so uh, hopefully uh, uh, at some point in the country's history, they'll recognize uh, the need to pay uh, Americans of African descent for injuries suffered under the separate equal laws who so uh, who devastated the, uh, the economic progress of millions of uh, American citizens after the Civil War was over. So, yeah. That's a great read. Go to my website, HushmanBlack.com. You can purchase it there. Uh, any book outlet, Barnes and Nobles or whatever, Amazon.com. Just about any online book outlet you can purchase it racism and hate in american reality is the title of it uh my first book uh, also can be had on my website the life and trials of jimmy c cameron uh the water boy the life and trials of jimmy c cameron is the title of my first book uh you can also uh pick that up at my website HushmoBlack.com, H-U-S-H-M-O-B-L-A-C-K.com, just like it sounds, HushmoBlack.com. Hey, Facebook friends, what's up? We got a free call-in number, 1-888-588-3814. We don't take many calls out here, but we will. From time to time, we'll grab one to... uh, if somebody got something important to say, we'll uh, entertain uh, a call or two. But normally we like, we enjoy talking out at our audience. Uh, yeah, we enjoy talking out at our audience. Yeah. Is, left-handed club in the Hushman Minority while he's 
doing all this multitasking. Uh, hopefully, so we can get that thing squared away soon. These folks open up in the morning. I think they open from 10 to 5, saying, so we'll be on the phone with them first thing in the morning <laughs> trying to get this thing stopped. I think I have to go out there and make them take this thing off my credit card, but I will. <laughs> hey, I will. Uh, so hopefully we can come to some kind of mutual agreement where uh, I don't have to do that and just swap it out for what I need. Lord know that after get a left hand club this <laughs> I I don't know what I, I do I I'd even do with a left hand club. Perhaps I could sell it to somebody out there on the course but I don't want to get involved in that. Uh-uh. I just want to, I just want to uh I just want to uh cut my just, I just want to swap it out for something that I can use, like a right-handed club. <laughs> That's I don't know how many golfers we got out there in the audience. Uh, if y'all know anything about golf, you know if you're right-handed, you don't want no left-handed club. Oh, man. Where was your man at so when you're doing all this multitasking? American Pharaoh, y'all, has won two legs of the Triple Crown. That's horse racing, y'all. Now, that next one, the Belmont's coming up. The Belmont's coming up here in a week or two. That's the third leg of that thing. That's the most grueling of the three. I think it's a mile and a half, y'all, around that track. A mile and a half is a long ways around for a horse to run. Full speed, they can do it, but... It takes something out of them. You got to be a real thoroughbred <laughs> to run that thing, uh, you know. And win. you got to be a thoroughbred to run that mile and a half. Secretariat was my favorite uh, race horse. I saw uh, Secretariat win the Triple Crown. I think it was back in '73. The secretary won that uh, Belmont uh, about some 25 lengths. <laughs> about 25 lengths, y'all. And when the secretary crossed the finish line, he was still pulling away from the field, y'all. <laughs> he was still pulling away uh, from that field. Uh, he was already 25 uh, lengths ahead of, of the field, and he was pulling away when he crossed the finish line. That was a, that was a real, real uh, thoroughbred. <laughs> uh, I, I still uh, enjoy re, uh, looking at that race. Uh, uh, yeah, I. One of the Falcons football players, uh, a rookie last year, Shimbo. Jason Shimbo, is he? Falcons just cut him for killing his girlfriend's dog. I don't, I don't know what it is with our players. We had a Jonathan Babalo, uh, Babano. He uh, got in some hot water for the same thing a couple of years ago. Killed his girlfriend's dog. What's up with that? 
Then when he found him, cut him. I, I don't know if that was fair. I mean, the guy ain't been tried. Why are you firing the guy before you, uh, uh, before due process? Uh, how can you, uh, bring a football player here? I'm, this guy going to work somewhere. This guy's pretty good football player. Out of Notre Dame, I believe. This, this, this guy's a pretty good football player, y'all. We cut him on some accusation that he killed his girlfriend's dog. We, we don't know what happened there. Could have, could have been an accident. Probably was. You got people killing people without getting fired from their job, yeah? I'm just saying, uh, you got people killing people without being fired from their job. That's just a fact. That ain't nothing I made up. That ain't nothing I'm just saying. That's a fact. People are killing people without getting fired from their job. Here's a guy who's been accused of killing a dog. The Falcons fired the guy. Now, I, I you know, I'm, I'm not for cruelty to animals. I don't believe in cruelty to animals, but I ain't going to. I think we acted kind of hastily in this case until uh, due process is, uh, until uh, the course of uh, of this thing is carried out. I uh, I think the Falcons jumped the gun on this. That's my take. I think they jumped the gun here. We'll see. We'll see. They might know more than I know. They probably do. But we shall see. Uh, finished thing here. We we uh like I said, uh, 
I do quite a bit of shopping online here, uh, since the internet uh, came in came into being, really, because I worked in IT for some 40 years, and I've always played around with the internet. Here for the last, I don't know, the last five, six, seven, eight years, I've been doing a lot of shopping online, more and more, uh, each year. I ordered the, uh, not not the golf clubs that I just, the, the left-handed golf clubs that I just ordered, but I, I often order golf equipment online. So I ordered a couple of yeah, a lot of used stuff too. I don't, I don't buy uh, golf, golf equipment. It's expensive, yeah. It's expensive. Uh, so I buy a lot of used uh, golf equipment, clubs, balls. You have to buy. Well, you can buy some of those refers, but uh, to buy new. But anyway, I ordered a couple of clubs from this one site. I won't name it, but I got a club in the mail here, and I thought it was just by accident they stuck in this. Uh, Advertisement, this advertisement uh, from the Wall Street Journal, from the Rand store. The Wall Street Journal, you know, the Wall Street Journal, the magazine, they sell wine. They got a big wine. <laughs> they sell wine. And, and, and uh, they sent me, uh, this is my golf store now, my golf people. I, they sent me this advertisement from the Wall Street Journal, this nice, bright, uh, Magazine, uh, you know, uh, flyer, fold-out flyer, some three pages, uh, where the Wall Street Journal got this collection of wine uh, that you can order, uh, 12 bottles for $69. Now, I think there's a catch to it, because I think you have to join some club and they try to get you hooked on buying a wine from them every month. But the hospital don't drink no more. Now, this, if I could buy the 12 bottles of wine for $69, $69.99 for 12, but it looks like some pretty good wine, I'd buy it and just, uh, plus you get free, three free uh, gold metal Italian reds, it says, along. so you got 15 bottles of wine for $69. That's a great buy, y'all, if I was still drinking. But I don't drink, but even... Even without drinking, I, I'm, I'm considering buying it if there's no other catch that I attend <laughs> this thing just for the house, for company. Because, yeah, a lot of my friends still drink. I mean, I don't drink uh, anymore. But a lot of my friends still do and uh, drink wine. And I, I like, I, I got I to gotta look at this, y'all. I thought it was just so funny that uh, these folks who are selling golf they're sending out flyers for the Wall Street Journal who also sell wine. <laughs> and and I, I've got to look at it a little closer because if, if all it is, if all I have to do is spend uh, $69 up for 15 balls of wine, I think I'm going to... But i I, I got to sneak in some suspicion that it's going to be more to it than that. I, I just got a suspicion, y'all. I don't know yet. I'll let you know next week whether when I have a chance to sit down and go through just what it is that uh, that's involved in this. $69 for 15 balls of wine. That's a great bass. Uh, <laughs> that's a great bass. 
that's a great buy just about any kind of wearing. Fifteen dollars uh, well sixty nine dollars for fifteen balls of it. You talking about oh yeah, that's a great buy. Or you can go out there and buy some junk. Fifteen three dollar balls away and fifty times three is what, forty five? You can buy fifteen balls for forty five dollars. Uh some of the cheap stuff. But this looks like a pretty good uh this looks like some pretty good way in here. I don't know, you know, much. well I won't say I'm a connoisseur, but I I can sell a good way and I used to be able to sell a pretty good way when I tasted one, but it got some pretty fancy names here. I, like I said, you can't go back. You can't judge a book by its cover. You know. You've got to. You've got to really taste this stuff to uh, get a real good uh, feel for what you got. The sixty nine dollars might be grossly overpriced <laughs> price for this wine, until you know, until you sit down and taste it, and uh, you know, get your hands on it. Says wine, wines you're guaranteed to enjoy. You're guaranteed. They don't guarantee you're gonna enjoy it. We don't know. We're gonna look into this a little further. Yeah. We're gonna spend too much time on it tonight, but we're gonna when we get off the air, we're gonna look back at it and see. We've got a sneaking suspicion there's, there's more to it than meets of the eye. We think it's more to it than meets the eye, yeah. We'll we'll let you know next week. The Wall Street Journal's got a win out there. And they they're advertising in the strangest places here, it looks like. Well, you know, being uh, back off equipment online and uh, they <laughs> I have a pretty good marketing tool there. They just had it stuck down this flyer. We just stuck down in my uh, the two uh, golf items that I ordered today. Uh, UPS come out with the box, and inside the box here is this advertisement for wine. It was just, you know, kind of shocking. I'm expecting my golf equipment, and next thing you know, I'm this nice, beautiful uh, color brochure from the Wall Street Journal offering up 15 balls of of uh, wine, mixed uh, wines there. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what else is going on out there? Facebook friends, what's up? My friends at OH10, I know y'all uh, excited about the Cavaliers and King James uh, getting y'all <laughs> to the finals. Uh See if we can pull this thing out. See if we can go on and uh, if we can take that ragtag punch to an NBA crown. Uh, you got to put him up there with Mike. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Now Kyrie, Kyrie is pretty tough, but that ragtag group of uh, characters they got up there playing basketball. Uh, if the if the King can take them to a championship. You almost you almost gonna to have to put him up there with Mike. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden's claimed that uh, Jameis Winston was a horrible disgrace to 
Florida State. I don't know what he was trying to say, but uh, this guy won as many championships with Florida State as Bobby Bowden did. I think Bobby Bowden won one national championship, and James Winston won one, <laughs> and had him back there uh, the next year. Here's a guy who won, didn't lose but one game his entire career at Florida State. Uh, how can he be a total embarrassment to Florida State? I don't know. I don't know. I know uh, the indiscretions that uh, he did have. Uh, he went before a student body there who exonerated him uh, for, uh, for those uh, indiscretions or charges of uh, misconduct. So I don't know what Mr. Mountain is talking about. If the student body, uh, a group of his peers, uh, uh, found him uh, not guilty of any of the charges, who was embarrassed uh, by uh by whatever, whatever, I don't know what Bobby Bowden is talking about. I think he, uh, is coming out a little harsh on, uh, Jameis Winston there. Uh, but I guess you're talking to your own opinion, but, uh, I used to have a lot of respect for Bobby Bowden. I, you know, that. I'm going to have to look at it and try to come up with uh, exactly what he was trying to say here. A coach, well, he's a former coach now, so I guess he's got a little more latitude in his opinions about players. Former players. I mean, if I'm coaching, there's no way in the world. Uh, I could uh, tell it about uh, the former player, the one his player. So I guess he felt free to make a comment. I don't know why. You got a Heisman Trophy winner from your school. Why are you uh, now number one pick in the NFL draft from your school? What purpose does it serve to uh, to uh, somehow shed a negative light on this person, this young person here? I I don't I don't quite understand that. Uh, like I said, I, I'd have to I'm have to read a little more about it. It's just you know how things flash out on the news. Bobby Bowden says Jane Winston was a Disgrace to the University of Florida. I don't see a disgrace. That was the Heisman Trophy winner. Won him a national championship. Lost one game his entire career there. How is he a disgrace? I I don't know. I don't know. understand about things that are going on here. 
So that's, this is another one that uh, we can't uh, figure out. But you know what? It, who's uh, who's benefiting from uh, uh, Bobby Bowles' critique of Jameis Winston at this point? Who, who's the beneficiary of this critique? School, summer school's coming up this Monday, y'all. I just want to be back at it. You know I'm back in school again. Oh, yeah, I went with an A and a B, a B in uh, algebra, and uh, an A in African-American uh, culture. Uh, yeah, we... Yeah, we... <laughs> so this uh, summer, I'm taking uh, music appreciation and uh, American government. Uh I, I think I'm going to do all right in both of those courses. I I know quite a bit about the ears just from the science of observation here over 70 years. Uh, I'm going to know a lot about uh, the government and its uh, inner workings. So we should uh, I should do all right in that uh, course. We the people is the name of the textbook that. Uh, I have for the course, and hopefully it's the right one. I'm not going to do too much with it until I I, I go to school because I don't want to. I don't want more stuff in case this is her own book. I'll be taking it back. Most regularly, take. I'll be taking this thing back, y'all. We've got to break out a new. Got to break out a new notebook for my two classes this summer. We the people. Uh, so anyway, Monday is the start of summer school, so we got to get back in. We done had about a month break here, so we got to get back in the, the study mode again. We we enjoy. It. I mean, you know, I'm going to school with a bunch of twenty year olds. I'm seventy, so so yeah. <laughs> you got a few. <laughs> you got a few. Elders in the in, in class because you know you got people going back to school at all different ages, but primarily it's uh, young folk, you know, right out of high school and stuff, right into college, and yeah, you got a that that's that was quite a culture shock for uh, the Hushmo who ain't been been to school in fifty years or thereabouts and. Uh, you know, that was quite a culture shock, but I got I got, got got used to it, you know. I, <laughs> but I really enjoyed it, really. And, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, the rest of my time there. I don't know how long I'm going to be there, but I've got several more hours that I want to get in. I want to take Spanish for one next year, so I'll be taking the little Espanol uh, come this fall. Uh Just, you know, this is just for my own edification. It's not for, you know, some kind of career goal. I just, uh, uh, I write. It's going to enhance my my writing. Uh, Yeah, I'm interested in uh, African-American history. So, yeah, that's... uh, 
she get up too old uh, to learn. I urge everybody to uh, my age to be retired and have nothing else to do. Get back in school, learn a learn a language, you know, a new or whatever you want to do. You want to cook. I, my friends they sit around. They all of them are retired, and they uh, try to get them to uh, get back in school. Here in Georgia, it's free for seniors. You can go to any. You know, any state institution in Georgia for free. And school's expensive, y'all. Let me tell you, it is expensive. Tuition and stuff. And uh, if you're a senior here in Georgia, it's one thing I like. You can attend any university uh, here uh, in Georgia for free. The tuition is free. You still have to buy the books and things like that. Your material. But, uh, and they're high. The books are high. <laughs> but... Uh, it's a, you know, it's a lot, lot, uh, you know, it's a lot cheaper uh, than uh, having to pay for you know, tuition and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, I I urge them to take advantage of it. I mean, take advantage of it. Uh, you're never too old to learn. But speaking of, I got this lady who. Uh, who inspired me to get back in school. I have to give a call to see how she's doing because she started out talking about getting back in school, but somehow she didn't do too well on the compass test. Uh, she's been out of school, I don't know, 20, 30 years too, you know, so she didn't do too good on the compass test, but neither did I. I had to take a professional course in algebra, so I, like I said, I did that, you know. You just got to get out there and try it. Uh, I got to give her a call and see how she, uh, she's doing. Uh, she was my one of my aspirations for uh, getting back in there. And I, I really enjoyed it. It's a fun of how much fun I had. Perhaps I can re-motivate. I can re-energize her into... Uh, I can re-energize her into uh, getting into school. I give her a ring. Uh, one of the things is uh, about the young folks that you uh, interact with. They uh, they provide uh, they provide some use youthful uh, energy for you that uh, opens your mind to all kinds of new uh, new uh, new thoughts and new uh, uh, new uh, ways uh, to view uh, the world through the eyes of uh, a different generation there. And I found that uh, amazing how uh, how that energized uh, uh, me uh, to uh, to uh, uh, uh 
Jonas asked me uh, to get back into uh, looking at the world through uh, another prism, another uh, uh, point, to look at the world uh, from another point of view, if you will, a younger point of view, who is still looking ahead uh, at, uh, at the world. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> well, I... Uh, 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 can't see that far ahead, but I can see a long ways back, uh, which is, you know, it's an interesting uh, dichotomy, if you will, uh, when you mix those two things together, when you have someone who's got uh, 50, 60 years out in front to to uh, look into the future, and uh, you got someone with 50 or 60 years uh, looking back, uh, it makes for a uh, interesting uh, uh, a mix in an educational setting. It does, and I find it fascinating. It's really fascinating. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, summer school, getting back to uh, the books. I'll uh, have an update for you all next Saturday out here on the Hushbow Black Forum, how the first week went in summer school. We uh <coughs> Uh, we'll have an update next week on the High School Platform. You know, we come right back here every Saturday, 7 to 9, and we'll draw a token. Uh, next Saturday, we'll be, uh, what, where are we at, y'all? June, June uh, 6th? The June 6th, the first is Monday, seven days from there. June the 6th, y'all. We'll be right back here uh, next Saturday, June the 6th, our first show in June uh, on the High School Black Forum, where our mothers do it bigger, do it better, to do it longer. And now the necessity sometimes we'll do it louder. Although we, we try to keep everything on even keel, I think. We don't like to get loud. Yeah, that's good to come. Sometimes, uh, circumstance, demand, uh, that's you crank up the volume out here. Uh, and with what's going on in the world today, uh, we feel uh, uh, we're almost at that point where we have to uh, crank it up a, a wee bit. Hey, y'all, we... Uh, Gotta take another pause for the call so y'all come back and close this thing out. Y'all hanging there, you got me. The hash mark will be right back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, seven PM to ten PM. Right here in Cyberspace.
because could have an objection to that. Not a, a certainly not a patriot. Certainly not those who claim to be patriots. I think job one for a citizen in this country should be uh, serving in the United States military in some capacity. That's job one for a an American citizen. If you have an objection to that, I don't believe uh, you can be any kind of uh, you can't claim yourself to be some kind of patriot. Shut up. If you have some problem with serving in our military, uh, don't tell me how much of a patriot you are. Shut up. Shut up. So we're going to be uh, pushing that to bring back to draft bring back the draft and if you have a problem with bringing the draft back or serving in the military in defense of this country uh, I uh, I take the position that uh, you are not uh, this patriot that you claim to be you are not this grand patriot that you claim to be if you're not willing to lay your life out there on the line in defense of this country, you are not a patriot. Shut up. That's my that's my take on that. And we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, uh, advocating for uh, the draft uh, out here on the Hushville Black Forum. We're gonna be advocating for the draft. That's gonna be one of our charges going forward. Uh, I thought about that over Memorial Day, how few, few citizens uh, who claim to be all of this, uh, who claim to be all this great patriot, this and that, who never served in the military and don't want to join, shut up about being some patriot. We should all bring the draft back. We should all stop talking about being a patriot. You're not willing to lay your life down on the line in defense of uh, our liberties here at home. Shut up. Don't tell me. That's out. That should be the Democrats' number one, uh, uh, one of their talking points going forward. I'm going to email Hillary Clinton. She should jump all over that. That would set a lot of these Republicans up, claim to be patriots. Got to shut a bunch of them up who claim to be patriots. You're not a patriot. You ain't nothing. If you don't want to serve in the military, you're a coward. That's what you are. You're a serving yellow belly coward if you don't want to serve in this military to defend uh, uh, the freedoms of this country. Lay your land on, lay your life on the line in the face of this country. I do. I do. Uh, hey, y'all. Uh, that's just about that time. Uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same place, June 6th, y'all. Until then, ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.